Welcome to Makers Chat, a podcast community for creatives. I'm your host, Danielle Kaminsky, artist, maker, and educator from Spartanburg, South Carolina. Join me as we share our stories and explore the topics that are most important to creative entrepreneurs and makers. Okay, guys, welcome back. It's episode five of the Makers Chat podcast. I am here with my friend, Crystal Molina. And this month, month of May, we are going to be talking about creativity and inspiration And so we just want to kick that off today, talking a little bit about what creativity means to us, how we find inspiration, and a few things that have been have been helpful for us in our journey as creatives. If you did not catch the very first episode of the podcast, Crystal is my friend. She owns Essential Expressions. She and I are very similar in that we both love to do lots of different creative things. And um and yes, and bring them all under one umbrella. So thank you for coming back. She's doing this with me every month um, to help me introduce new topics and talk about the things that we want to talk about with all of our guests. So thank you for having me. So, of course. So to get us started, Crystal, what um, what how, when when we talk about creativity, what does creativity mean to you? Like we use that word a lot of ways, but what does it what does it mean to you? To me, it is being able to express all of my feelings and thoughts in a tangible way. That's creativity for me. Yeah. And, and I, I agree with that. But now you also are a very talented singer. So do you, do you find creativity in creating music? Um, I don't really, I've never really like written a song or anything like that. Maybe, you know, just yeah. singing songs like, I'm doing the dishes now. It's so fun. <laughs> you know, like things like that. But um, yeah. I haven't, like, written music or composed anything that way. Yeah. But I do love so for, singing, for sure. <laughs> so you're, for you, the interpretation of creativity is actually creating something. Yes. Okay. Yes. The, Sometimes I interpret creativity as just, well, and I will say this, this is part of this is coming from the fact that I just finished up the artist way and I'm starting it again with the group study and makers chat. Um, We just started it this past week. And so for me, I kind of, to me, creativity is the energy. It's the energy that surrounds the creative process more so than the actual creation of the thing. So I think, but again, we use, creativity when we use that word we all use it in different ways and so I think it's good to establish sometimes what we're talking about before we actually go into it because it can cover so many things yes it's like the intention it's it's an act it's an intention it's an act it's um it's a way to express the things inside of us right or I mean, as absolutely. a reflection of what we see in the world, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's so many, so many cool ways to do that. I love talking to all the different, uh, and, you know, we talk a lot about handmade business owners, but just makers in general, people who create things. And I've, you know, talking to more people who they do make things and they don't necessarily sell them, but they, they dabble in all of the different arts and the things that they create are just, Incredible, and it's and it's so cool to hear the story of how how a thing came to be, the thought process behind it. So, um, and so, the, yeah. bra- the bravery that it takes to show it and show up in the world with "I made this," 
this is a part of me, it's, it's worth um, honoring that process. Yes. Because you are, you're literally putting a piece of you, your soul um, into whatever you're creating. And like you said, by putting it out there and saying, Hey, I made this. It's like taking something from inside of you and wearing it on the outside of your body. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Totally. It can be really vulnerable. <laughs> so where, so as, um, as I believe that everyone has creativity in them, it's just a question of whether or not they choose to tap into it. And of course you and I have chosen to not only tap into it, but to make a living from it. Um, because that's, that's the kind of living that we want to do. Um, where do you find your inspiration for, for your, your creativity, for the things that you like to do? I think I look for things that make me smile. And sometimes that's a piece of junk on the side of the road that I can rescue and give it a new home. Sometimes it's a sunset, you know, I love chasing down my sunsets. Uh, sometimes it's a piece of clothing. Um, I love wearing color. I love how that just reflects who I am on the inside. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes my clothes inspire me or a song, you know, there's, it's just everywhere. I think when you're open to it and you're looking for inspiration, like letting your heart, like, um, be mindful of what's around you. Even just like a little leaf could be a whole painted series, you know. It, I think it's a, it's a new way to, it's, um, it's a pair of glasses that you choose to put on. It's a lens. Yeah. I like that. Create, there you go. Creativity glasses. Mm -hmm. It's a new little, it's a new little uh, product for us, Crystal. <laughs> I've been laughing a lot lately because I've been talking to some different people just, just about all kinds of different things. And I'm like, you know, I feel like every time I say something that, that's positive and people are looking at me funny, like, okay, you're kind of crazy to be this positive about things. Um, I'm like, you know, maybe it's the rose-colored glasses. <laughs> I feel like I wear rose-colored glasses a lot because I like giving people, I like giving people the benefit of the doubt. I like assuming that everyone or at least the majority of people are good and want good for the world. It's just that we all interpret what that is a little differently. Sure. Um, but yeah, I like that idea that, you know, I joke about that positivity and, and, you know, that's, I guess that's common being the rose colored glasses, but I like that idea that it's, it's basically a pair of, of glasses that we wear that we choose to put on to find the, the inspiration. And sometimes new glasses, when you first put them on, your eyes are like, oh, I'm not used to seeing this. And it's yep. a muscle that you have to train and you have to like, maybe you can only put on those glasses for five minutes a day. And then the next day you try 10 minutes. And I really think it's a muscle that we have to practice and get used to wearing those new glasses in that perspective. Um, absolutely. You know, you say that, and I mentioned a second ago, The Artist Way. So The Artist Way by Julia Cameron, you and I both know this book, our listeners may not. It's a 12-week study in discovering and recovering your creativity. Um, our, one, our mentor, Dion Woods, actually brought the book up a few months ago, and I got hooked immediately, which is why I wanted to do the, um, the study in the Makers Chat community with anyone that was interested, because I got about nine weeks through, and I kind of got, not stuck, but I recognized that it was going to be hard to finish it, and I wanted to do it again, because I knew I didn't get enough out of it the first time. Yes. So I thought, well, you know, if I've got a group of people holding me accountable, that's, uh, that always makes it easier to do the, to do the thing, right? Um, so we're doing it again, but 
so we're talking about the muscle part of part of this practice part of this study is the daily morning pages but also a weekly artist date and i know you're really familiar with artist dates and you are really really good at taking that time for self-care and finding your inspiration that's something i struggle with so would you talk to that for our listeners and and how you find that beneficial and how it works for you I just know if I don't create things, I get sad. <laughs> and I don't <laughs> like to be sad. <laughs> um, yeah, there's, I kind of work things into my day. So I have like one day during the week where um, one of the jobs that I do is only for an hour. And I love going to thrift stores. And so part of my day I work into is I do that job for an hour. And then I go to a couple of my favorite thrift stores and then oftentimes I end up at the beach and I walk and wait um, until the sunset and then I get some pictures and I could find inspiration in the thrift store or walking in nature and those could spark the next item that I decide to paint. That's cool. I love seeing your pictures from the beach. I love when you go walking and you you take pictures and you post them on social media. But you guys, if you're not following Crystal on Instagram, you really should because you post a lot of video in your stories too of the beach. And you just find some of the neatest places. How do you know Thank where you. to go? How do you know where to go look for those spots? Well, I'm raised in San Diego and raised often on the coast. <laughs> Um, but I love finding new places and discovering them and even just turning the camera, sometimes just flipping it upside down or turning it sideways creates a whole different view. You know, so often like people are like, this is the most amazing thing. And then they try to get a photo of it and our eye can see it so much different. So just changing the perspective of the phone can sometimes capture really amazing, um, perspectives, I was in a field of flowers and the field wasn't that huge and the rest was just dirt. And so if you just go straight down and just like, Oh, there's some flowers and some dirt. But if I angled it and lowered the horizon line, you, it just looks like a field forever of flowers. And people are like, where is this place? I'm like, it's behind a baseball field, like, and maybe a junkyard, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that moment is just, just as cool and creative and inspiring as a whole field that isn't as cute. I don't know. The glasses got put on, and I changed the perspective of my phone. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's what I was about to say. That's one hundred percent. That glasses metaphor is perfect for that. Um, you just, you really do. You go out and wherever you are, you find, you find the beauty and it's there. And I think, um, that's something that I love about you. We've had this conversation before. Our, um, our personalities are very different. I love the way you look at the world. I love that you can always find that. Um, I'm, I'm a, I'm a type three, right? So I'm kind of like always on working on my to-do list and trying to check things off. And I have a tendency to move too fast sometimes to catch all that, that you, that you find. And I, I love that about you and I love that you share it with the rest of us and remind us to do that because I just think that there's a lot of us out there that kind of forget that it doesn't matter where we are we can we can find the inspiration and find something beautiful and I always like to find like heart-shaped things sometimes Mm -hmm. um, it's heart rocks or heart shells and I just feel like that's just like a little gift of love and I feel like I'm paying attention when I see them like that was meant that was there for me to see 
even if it's like a cloud that's shaped like a heart or a leaf, you know, I just, I find them everywhere. Sometimes I'm like in my food, I'm like, oh, this little avocado bit just is a little heart. It's so cute. Um, I don't know. That for me just shows up as like, yeah, you're loved. Just yeah. you're, you're on the right path. Keep going. My my friend Angela calls those God winks. Oh, I love like that. God's winking at you. I think it's really yeah. yeah. And I love that. That I love that phrase and that imagery that goes with that too. But yeah, I could I could totally see that about you because you are just so full of love, my friend. And we all love to be around you. Thank you. That's very kind. I appreciate that. So when you find inspiration, um, when you when you go out and you find something beautiful and it speaks to you, how do you, what do you do to make sure that you're interpreting that in a way that feels authentic to you? Do you have a process for that or do you just follow your gut? How does, how does that work for you? I think... Y- you know, in my brain, I, I always have like a Pinterest catalog of things that I'm interested in trying or, you know, or even just looking on Instagram and I see other artists and what they're doing or there's colors or, and I'm like, oh, I like that. Why do I like that? Like, let me like analyze that. Is it the colors? Is it the lighting? Is it how they photographed it? Is it, does it really look that good? Or are they actually just really good at getting the lighting right? You know, cause sometimes I've, I've seen that. And I'm like, Oh, wow, it's a really good photo. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then I'll take that. And I think because I just kind of go in the flow of, of let's see where adventure takes me today. So if I found, I'm just going to pick up something next to me. So if I found it at a thrift store, you know, I'm like, oh, this is cool. Do I like it just like this? Or could I change it? to make it more like unique or different. So I could paint it one color. I could paint, you know, all the, I could paint a bunch. Of, I know you, you know, we're listening to this, right? So I could take any object and try to decide if leaving it as it is, is the part of the process that I'm happy with. Like that, the creative process of just finding the treasure. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or I can look at it and go, how can I add to this? with paint, with papers, with colors, or even just setting it up as creating it for a prop for, um, you know, the the next dresser that I painted. And I realized this is the perfect thing to go on top of that dresser, but the color doesn't quite complement what I have. So I need to paint it different. I think all of it, it's always like I'm going on a journey in my brain of what this item needs, you know, look at it, ask it, try and listen and see what around me has inspired um, the next steps. That's very, very cool. I love it. Do you look at your, yeah. Do you do similar things? So when I am trying, I I do, I do. My my process is usually a little different um, just because, and I would, I would like to do more of that kind of thing. And I'm trying to work more of that in my regular schedule, to be honest with you, taking more time to just get out in the world and find things. Um, but a lot of times, uh, because I do tend to get a little wrapped up sometimes in the business of my business, for me, the inspiration comes when I just get this really wild hair and I'm like, I, I legitimately have no idea if this is going to work. Um, and so I just go 
try things. Like I, I love finding inspiration in nature, but I think more often than not, I'm finding inspiration inside my own head. And then I'm just testing and experimenting to figure out if it's something that's going to look good or if it's going to be hideous. And sometimes it's hideous and that's okay. I learn a lot that way too. Um, and especially when it's paint, you can just paint over it. It's no big deal. But, um, but yeah, I'm not, I haven't taken as much time as some artists and some creatives to really um, go out looking for inspiration. So when that wild hair sort of comes in my head, it, it's usually, I'm sure I know, I mean, there's, my brain is not that creative. It's something that I've seen somewhere, right? Or some color combination somewhere, some texture somewhere. There's, it always comes from somewhere, but I don't always know where it is, where it came from. You know what I mean? It's like, it, it'll occur to me later. And so I just kind of have to, I just have to go start going in and start playing with stuff. And for me, the, the way to take it and do something different with it and make it mine is to try to figure out how to use all of my different things I like to do together. That's, okay. um, I, I've, for me, some of my most, the pieces I'm the happiest with are the pieces that are not just, not just a piece of jewelry or not just a painted piece of art or not just a weaving. Like I like, I've, that's why I started doing the mixed media weaving because I like to mix it all together. Or if I can create a piece of jewelry by weaving something that's less traditional, not just like bead weaving, but like, something that would truly be less traditional for me that if I can do that, if I can find a way to do that, that's the way I like to interpret the inspiration that I find because I know that most of it is, um, most of it is going to be something I've seen somewhere else. I, I, I know that I'm, I'm surrounded by so many amazing creatives and I see these awesome things that they're doing, you know, their color choices might be what inspires me. Their painting style might be what inspires me. The products they use might be what inspires me. But most of the time, I am inspired by other people. And because I'm in a community where I'm trying to be very careful not to step on people's toes or overlap too much with what someone else is offering because we're in the same space, um, you know, I try to figure out how to make it mine by doing it in a way that I haven't seen anyone else do it. Does that make sense? All right. I completely understand. Yeah, sometimes um, it can I can get too crazy in my mind. Like, how do I make this unique? Like, everyone's painting the same thing. Um, and I have to just give my per permission to myself to just play and mm -hmm. see what happens. And, and we've talked about that. And I remember Amber mentioned, you know, we could all paint the same thing and it would totally turn out different. Yeah. Uh, but just giving ourselves permission to just um, explore that medium, explore that idea, explore those colors, explore the texture, all of those things, I think, will lead us to our own steps mm -hmm. of creativity because we're the one doing it ourselves. It's not like we're like literally sitting next to the person and having them right. do it for us. Like, I love this. Can you do it? Make it for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. And I, you know, a lot of times for me anyway, and I don't know if this is the same for you when I am feeling kind of stuck or like, I don't know what I want to do next. I'll, um, I'll do, I will literally copy somebody else on purpose and not necessarily because I want to turn around and sell it, but because there's something to be learned in that process. So, you know, doing a tutorial with another artist where I learn how to do exactly what they're doing that doesn't mean that I'm going to turn around and try to reproduce what they do to sell it necessarily, but there is learning 
to to be had, I guess, creativity being stretched, so to speak, um, in that process. So yeah, I'm I'm not against that at all, you know, and I and I'm I'm with you and with Amber. We could all find a dresser and paint it the same color and they're not gonna be the same. So if if you're talking furniture or even with jewelry, we have here in our store even, we we joke about this a lot. We've got like five or six jewelry vendors in our store, but none of us are the same. We might be using some of the same components, the same colors, the same suppliers, but the styles are also different that, you know, if you would never mistake my jewelry for, you know, my friend Lori's or Lori's jewelry for our friend Marilyn. I mean, like there's, you just wouldn't because we're all different. Um, so yeah, absolutely. There's, there's that too. I just, yeah. That's a beautiful thing. <laughs> it really is. So um, what do you do? Do you have any practices that you like to put into play when you feel like you've hit a block or you're stuck? I usually look on Pinterest. Okay. I'm like in bed. <laughs> yeah. Laying or, on your phone in bed. Or um, yesterday I just went to a part of town that I don't live in, but I find it to be inspirational. So I went and checked out some of the stores that were there and had a nice lunch and just kind of paid attention to what was around me, paid attention to in the stores, like what I liked about it, how they displayed it, the colors, took photos, took some videos. And um, that that seemed to like get things moving again. <laughs> Were you by yourself or were you with someone? Um, I had met up with a friend for coffee. Um, and then, she, you know, we just had time for coffee and breakfast. And I had some time because I had a day off yesterday. So yeah. um, I just took it. I could have just gone home and there were things I could have done at home. But I decided to just see where adventure took me. <laughs> and... That, our dear friends, is an artist date. <laughs> That's exactly what that is. You took yourself out to find your inspiration and find things that made you happy. Mm -hmm. um, we all need to make more time for that. That was one of the hardest things for me. One of the things that made me the happiest was this little dog. And they had put on a poncho on this dog. And this little dog was just so happy and full of color. And her eyes were like olive color. Oh, my gosh. I've never really wanted to steal a dog before, but I thought about it. I was like, I think I could run faster than them. No. Not so much. Not so much. Yeah, I was I was I was inspired to steal. Is that is You're inspired that a thing? to steal? <laughs> well, you know, the book Steal Like an Artist. That's there that's a go. thing. That's a thing. But um but no, I'm teasing you both. <laughs> no, we, we don't encourage running off with puppies. But <laughs> I was inspired. But, um, yeah, I was I was inspired. I needed your dog <laughs> to help me finish the piece that I want to create. <laughs> um well, that's awesome. It sounds like the way that you find inspiration and the way you tackle creative blocks are kind of the same. So that's awesome that you can still, you know, take the steps to do something creative, even when maybe you're not necessarily feeling it and it, it'll work to get you out of your funk. Absolutely. Yeah. That's cool. I know for me, um, when I, when I start feeling blah, it's like, 
it's like there's this um missing and we trying to you know trying to continue something right and so I feel like I'm trying to start all over again and I get hung up in my head. Can you repeat that again? Sure. What was the last thing you heard? You went That's what I So I told you that you interpreted inspiration and 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 attacked blocks the same way. You heard that, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. So for me, when I get when I hit a block, when I hit just like feeling stuck, it's um it it becomes this issue of trying to create some some momentum and inertia and when I get stuck and I'm staying still, it gets really hard for me to just like do something um to start the action. And so what I've learned is I did this once or twice and it worked really well. And now I tell everybody that I work with that this is the way to go. And so far I have heard from everyone that it works for them too. And what I do is I make something ugly. I set out to make something hideous. What? And I know. It's, and you know, I, I don't think that I came up with this idea. I feel confident I heard it somewhere. I just don't remember where I heard it. Um, but like it was your like, kindergarten teacher. <laughs> maybe, maybe. But I remember, especially last year when we were all stuck at home during the pandemic and stuff, um, I remember just kind of feeling like I need to do something new and exciting, right? And it was just hard to kind of figure out what that new and exciting was. And so I didn't want to use a lot of expensive materials, right? So I literally like went into my craft closet and I was like, what do I have in here? And I just found some random stuff. And I kid you not, like I... I get holes in all my jeans, right, when I'm done wearing them, but I don't throw them away. I keep them because to me, denim is just a great component in creating art and craft. So I keep them. So I had an old pair of jeans and I had an old t-shirt that was a pattern I really loved, but it got a hole in it. So I couldn't wear it anymore, but I wanted the fabric. So I had kept that. And I had this random frame that I had painted for something. And clearly it wasn't being used for that anymore. And I didn't really know where it came from. So anyway, so I just grabbed a whole bunch of stuff out of my craft closet that was like, I don't know how else I'm going to use this. If I screw it up, no harm, no foul. This stuff can go in the trash. Most people would have thrown it away to begin with. Um, so I just started cutting things into strips and playing. And that was actually where the, the idea for the mixed media weaving that I do now, that was where it came from, oh, was wow. playing with those materials and like, well, what would happen if I stretched this denim over this frame to create a canvas? Well, what sure. if I cut the denim and put this other stuff in there, which, by the way, really compromised the integrity of my quote-unquote canvas. And so I don't do that, but I learned something. I learned a lot in setting out to make something ugly just with what I had in my house so that if it was absolutely hideous, I could literally just toss it. And if I wanted to keep it, that was okay, too. Um, I kept it as a reminder. It's, I haven't even like put pictures of it on social media or anything because it's, it's not pretty at all. It's hideous. You but have to share it. Sorry. Me. I will. I'll have to now. I know. I'll have to now. Um, so I'll take a picture of it and I'll put it in our group so everybody can see it. But, um, but yeah, I mean, that was just sort of what started the process. And, and yeah, it, you know, it was a lot of fun to do that. And then I've done it a few times since then that I'll be like, okay, I want to try something new. And I've got this sort of idea of something that might work, but it really might not. 
So how about I just do it and try to make something really ugly? And part of that is I'm using materials that I don't care about, right? I don't care if it's ugly and I end up needing to throw it away. Like I know that what I create is going to be ugly. Sometimes it ends up not being that ugly and I decide to keep it or somebody sees it and it speaks to them and they want it. And that's cool. Um, but I, I do, I sort of intentionally set out to use materials and something that I think is going to be ugly. And I play with new ideas and that is how I get out of a funk. And sometimes it's how I find inspiration. If I'm, I mean, if I'm getting bored and I'm in a funk or a rut or something, but I just want to do something different. Um, that actually is how the, I have the Bohemian threads collection with my jewelry that I do the recycled sorry yarn and I crochet and all this. I love those. I have a, I literally, thank you. I literally have a bowl of random shapes that I was crocheting with where I was using different size yarns, different size, um, different gauge wires, different size needles. Sure. And just like doing these things. And my wife asked me what I would use those pieces for. But, um, but that process of just playing with the materials that I had on hand, um, Help me come up with something that now I love, and it's one of my—I don't know—I think it's one—I I think it's one of the things people recognize about my work, um, which I think is pretty cool. So, I think sometimes just, um, yeah, looking around our house for things that we could use that, you know, we can challenge ourselves to use them in new ways. And sometimes it's getting. Yesterday I had some time, and I could have just driven and sat in a parking lot, but instead I drove and went to a park. And use that time at the park instead of just sitting in a parking lot. And so I got out of my car. I found a picnic table. I purchased a new journal and some fun pens. Fun pens always make me feel happier. And um, I doodled. There was like a tree. And I was like, let me see if I can draw this tree. And then out of that came like a poem, which was great because I needed to like um, get some things out that had been in my head. And that was the place to do it. And just getting out of my space, out of my head, out of where I typically go, opened me up to being able to express what I needed to express in that moment. So that's another great way is just remove yourself and find a new place to think and see Mm -hmm. and put on those glasses. Yes, yes. You're saying that. I'm remembering something that I did when I was a kid. When I say a kid, I was a teenager. But I remember when I would get um, bummed out. I wasn't, I was creative and I enjoyed doing crafty things, but I didn't have the same resources as a teenager, right? We're not, I wasn't an adult with a craft room full of stuff to go play in. So one of the things that I used to do was take notebook paper and I really liked music. And so I would think of a song that was speaking to me, right? That had something about it that was resonating. And I would just take a sheet of notebook paper and I would start writing the lyrics to the song. But instead of writing it on the line of the notebook paper, I would start up in a corner and write at a diagonal. And then after I got through a verse, I would turn the paper in a different direction and use an area to write a chorus. And then I would change the orientation again. And I would fill up the page with lyrics to a song, but not in a traditional way. And like, and of course, the process of doing that, I'm singing that song in my head literally over and over again to get all these words written down because we sing and talk a lot faster than we can write. Sure. And then when I would get done, I would just have these pages. I and mean, it was like, but I, then I had basically put myself in the headspace of that song. And again, you know, I was a teenager. It's a very angsty practice, 
But at the same time, it can also be a really meditative practice to give you the opportunity to maybe think into the emotions that you want to use for creation. Um, In the same way that you journaling out your thoughts and writing poetry was helping you, someone who maybe thinks that they can't do that. Because I've been talking to more people lately that feel like, I, I can't write. I don't, I don't journal. I don't do poetry. I don't do these things. But the vast majority of us do love music. And we have songs that we love that speak to us. So just the act sometimes of writing out those lyrics and playing that music in your head can help get you in the headspace that you maybe need to be in to work through what you're working through or to create art or whatever the case may be. So, Absolutely. Yes. And sometimes even just crossing the midline from the right to left brain and Mm -hmm. doing things with writing, I think does that. And it can, I think it can probably create new neural pathways and new ways to see things. Yeah, I would imagine. I would imagine just the, you know, the difference between speaking and seeing and the physical act of writing and the more of our senses we can evolve in our process, the the better it's going to be ultimately. Yes, I agree. How I explore creativity and inspiration is going to be different for how you do that. And what works for me may not work for you. But I'm thinking maybe that process is remembering what your favorite things are. Whether that is nature, whether that is um, food or movies. Like what's your favorite movie? What's your favorite music? Maybe explore your favorite things because there's a reason they're a favorite for you. And maybe that will help inspire more creativity and more of your favorite things. Um, You know, maybe meditation, maybe a movie, maybe music. I'm trying to think of another M word, but what (laughs) movement, whatever those things are for you, I think remember like oh these are my favorite things I'm gonna go do that and that will lead I think that might lead you like past being stuck yeah that's really really great advice and makes sense like you said we we come at things from different directions but um this y'all know y'all know I like bringing things back to the Enneagram I'm sorry but I'm just thinking about the, the motivations that we all have and the way we interact with the world is very different So for some people, their favorite things are things or their colors or their places or activities for different reasons. I know my favorite thing is is what we're doing right now. My favorite thing is connecting with people, getting the chance to talk to people and and know them better. And so I, as a result, can be very emotional. And I think some of my most, um, some of the creative pieces that I'm most proud of are the result of either a lot of emotion that I worked out on canvas or in a project or like the Enneagram series that I just did, I'm in love with it. And part of the reason I'm in love with it is because I spent almost the whole time I was creating talking to other people about what these different types were. So like being able to connect with people as a part of that process made me just love it and be proud of the work that came out of it. So I think that that makes perfect sense for some people, their favorite things are going to be, other people or emotions or things like that. Whereas for some folks it is being in nature or finding certain colors or like we said, watching a movie or listening to a certain song or, or whatever the case may be. So I love that advice. I think that that's great. That's a great point. And where your joy, 
like wear things that make you happy, that make you feel good, that make you feel like this is me showing up in the world. And yes, it's full of color and bright or it's dark because it helps me just be in the space I need to be today. Um, That is a physical thing that we can do to help like get us to move outward. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Thank you so much for coming on here and helping me introduce this topic. So I know I ran through some of the rapid fire questions with you last week and you didn't love them. Um, but I've got some better ones this time. I said last week. That wasn't last week. That was last month. But, you know, yes. time just blurs together. <laughs> Wink and a blink. Yes. That's right. Absolutely. So I got a couple for you this time that I think okay. you you might like a little better. Okay. Let's so the see. first one. Yeah. What was the last thing that you ate? I had flan last night with berries. Ooh, that sounds good. I haven't eaten breakfast yeah. yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've, I've only had coffee this morning, so if I was answering that. The other day about the things that we loved, you said you could eat avocado toast every single day. Yes, and I could try it every single day. But have I haven't yet. No, I, not yet. Well, that was just Girl. yesterday, wasn't it? Girl, wasn't it? I, I know, I I'll try it. I it's promise. It's like the best thing in the world. Like it, it needs to be in your palate. I'll try it soon. I'll try it very you soon. Better I'll, eat I'll it. Put it in the group it. when I do. I can paint it. I can. <laughs> I can easy paint it. Um, it has I've to honestly, go on your palate. So a paint palette or your matte okay. palette. So you better okay. figure All it right. out. We'll make it happen. <laughs> um, okay, and then next question. What are you doing as soon as we get done here today? Eating breakfast. Eating breakfast. <laughs> and I might take a photo shoot of myself because this outfit You look lovely to today. <laughs> you look lovely today. I think this will be an awesome day for you to take some pretty pictures. Oh, gosh. Um, and so colorful and vibrant. Yes. If you guys are in the community, you'll see the behind the scenes stuff and you'll be able to see what Crystal's wearing. Or you can go follow her on Instagram because I think she's going to go have a photo shoot when we get done and you can check out the pictures that she takes. <laughs> and then fun. finally, tell us about your pet. I'm not allowed to talk about her. You're just not kidding. allowed to talk about your pet? I'm okay. Just I'm just kidding. Um, well, I have a hedgehog. Her name is Stella. And she is nocturnal. So she's only fun if you have insomnia, which sometimes I do. So that's when I see her. The rest of the time she's asleep. Sometimes I wake her up and I set up little photo shoots for her, which she hates, but it's worth it because I feed her and give her free rent and food. And so asking for a few photos couple times it's not you know it's just part of it's part of her job it's to make people happy and me happy (laughs) and I make her happy by letting her sleep during the day and giving her food and so her name is Stella and for a while I was doing daily hedge hug Um, but now they're not so daily so she's (laughs) getting more sleep these days she's pretty adorable I don't answer these questions rapid firely. I that's okay. I don't know that slowly. Not many people do, and that's okay. 
Okay, good. Because <laughs> there's like pressure to like answer like short and sweet, and mm -mm. I'm short. Yeah, and I guess sassy. technically that's what rapid fire is. But to me, it's just a handful of questions that are fun that let us get to know each other a little better. Okay. Just give us a glimpse behind the curtain, so to speak, so yes. that we can can get to know you even better. So, it's the curtain. All right. There's, gr say? there's grays coming in this curtain. There's, there's gray coming in that curtain. Yeah, there's lots of gray in this curtain. Let me tell you. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us today. And Crystal, thank you so much for coming back and chatting with me again. It's always fun. Thank you so much. It was good to see you. Good to May see you be too. inspired to have creative adventures. And please post them in our Facebook group. I want to see Absolutely. what inspires you. And I really want to see the ugly things that you've created too. <laughs> yes. That's all for today's episode. Thank you for joining us. Remember to check out the Makers Chat community so you can dive deeper into the conversation. You'll find the link to join in our show notes. Have a beautiful week and we will chat again soon.